listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Gene Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Revenge After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Revenge After Show. Hello, everyone. Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another AfterBuzz TV after show for Revenge Season 3, Episode 5, Control. Although I feel like, seriously, every episode should be called Control because Miss Emily Thorne is a serious control freak in the house. I'm your host, Roxy Stryer, alongside brand new host, Sarah Jarreau, like Churro, in the house with us. What? Well, she's brand new to me because you were here last week. last week. So, second episode that you're doing with us, and we're so happy to have you. Oh, thank you for having me again. I know. I'm really <laughs> sorry that I wasn't here the past two weeks. I was really sick and blah, blah, blah. Excuses, excuses. Yeah, I'm mad at you. Yeah, Emily might have kidnapped me, and this week it looks like she kidnapped on a couple for mayor. Yeah, she did. And of course, we have Phil Svitek in the booth. Helping us to engineer and co-host. Hello. Welcome, everybody. Glad to be here. Great episode, I gotta say. Yeah, you, so you watched. Now we have the screeners for the season, and you watched without us, which was a little rude. I've always was, watched yeah. without okay, you. Okay, it was kind of hurtful, <laughs> but other than that, it's okay. Um, but, you know, you texted us in advance. I'm glad you didn't give us any spoilers. You are like, amazing episode. I'm so excited <laughs> about it. So I'm glad you loved it so much. You guys are welcome to watch with me, by the way. No I one's stopping you. I didn't get a text. Yeah, um, where, where was my phone? Co- Did you get that phone call? Uh, no. Uh, so <laughs> next week, Phil, okay? This has been an ongoing invite. <laughs> I want to start by just talking about, I've been with my friends and asking them how they're feeling about the season of Revenge. And I'm getting some mixed reviews, and I feel like every episode is getting better. And I'm glad to hear that Phil really liked it. But what are you thinking about this season overall, since I haven't had the chance to talk to you? Do you feel like it's comparing well with season one? versus season two or how are you feeling you know i think it's a slow start but today i think it picked up a little bit right i think that tonight's episode it reminded me more we're getting back on track yes you know now that we the initiative is gone thank freaking lord that the initiative is gone (laughs) i can't even deal with that anymore and we're getting back to the grayson family and emily looking for her revenge and having love triangles slash love Ooh, squares yeah. or love pentagons all yeah. over the place. She seriously has more male interests in her than She's any crazy. girl should have in a lifetime. <laughs> but anyway, so we start the episode and we start with this magazine, Voulet. I'm so French. Uh, you're so French. You really yeah. are. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Margot. I don't know whether to trust her. I don't... I don't know whether she her intentions with Jack are good or I can't tell if she's ever hitting on Daniel. Of course, when you take off all your clothes, I know oh, yeah. you're hitting on somebody. But post then. So what do you think about Margot and about the whole magazine launch? Margot, we don't know her that well yet. So right. I feel like there's a little misunderstanding with her. She seemed a little skanky at first. So that was like a red a flag for me. Oh, By a little, I mean a lot. <laughs> Serious red flag right there. You can just um, call it ballsy. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then she's with Jack now. And in my eyes, Jack's, he's kind of like a little bit innocent in a way. Oh, yeah. Naive. Yeah, he, yeah naive. I would go with that word. And so Margo's this like exotic lady from another land. She's hot. Yeah. Total hottie. And she's very forward. And forward thinking. She has her own magazine going on. So I'm not fully trusting her yet, but who knows? So what are you <laughs> feeling about Margot, our girl? Margot, our girl, here's what I think. I think <laughs> she, well, I think she just wants, uh, psychologically, she just wants a man's approval. And she hasn't gotten it from her father, obviously. Um, she hasn't gotten it to, through from Daniel as we kind of pointed out. And now, you know, she's kind of get, getting it from Jack, and she was ready to co- go off on him and say, what the heck? But then she learns that, you know what, he did have 
as you know, good excuse as to why he wasn't at the launch party, and so she can kind of continue with him because he's the only. I, you know, Jack. Jack is a sweetheart of the show. We, you know, we, we'll talk about Patrick later and how we open up the season by talking about how Patrick's so innocent, not so innocent. Jack is for me the only character, male or female, that is still very innocent, and so I think Margot sees that. And the fact that he is very caring, and so that's what she wants, especially from a male. So you don't think she has ill intentions towards Jack? What would they be? I don't know. I just feel like there's something that we don't know about her yet. I mean, we understand that Pascal, her father, is always disapproving of everything she's doing. And he critiqued the magazine. He hated it. He didn't show up to this thing that was so important to her. So, yes, we know we're starting to get to know about her life a little more, which is making us trust her. It seems like the theme of the episode tonight. The more you know about somebody, the more you trust them. Yes. Daniel and Emily, which we'll speak about later. But I still think that she's back. I know she's here to start a magazine, but why did she pick here? What are her intentions with the people here? I just think it's a little coincidental that all of a sudden she's interested in Jack, who she hardly knows, and he is Daniel's enemy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I just, I don't trust her. Then again, I don't trust anybody who steps foot on this show. Exactly. And for good reason. Yeah. Um, You're calling Jack innocent. I don't know. I feel like we're really starting to see Jack change. I don't know if he has his innocence anymore. The way that he treats Emily is not like the Jack that we know. Okay, wait. Okay, so are we talking about Jack now? Because here's what I will go off on. Okay. With the scene between him and Emily, and obviously him pointing out you can't even trust your own teammates – I thought, obviously, very true. But the more important part of it is Emily is doing this whole thing for revenge because she's lost people, right? And then he, and as he's quick to point out to her, I've lost people too, so I know what it feels like. And so what is to stop Jack from eventually hating and going on revenge against Emily? Because, you know, through all this, the, the, the casualties have so far been on Jack's side, not really through Emily, not really for Emily. Well, we're going to dissect Jack and Emily a little more later. I I do agree with you. I mean, I think that if Jack has enough anger inside him that he's physically capable of picking up a gun and going to almost shoot Conrad, then we haven't seen the worst of him yet. Uh, There's definitely more to come, and he just keeps pulling the short straw. So I, I do feel bad for him, and especially so this next situation with the whole car accident, how everybody was blaming Jack, it's like... This poor kid, you know, he didn't, he wasn't the one to do it. And if you're going to be blamed for something, you might as well be the person who did it. Wait, going back, just one sec on Margot, right? Right. So going back to that, uh, he makes out with her, um, and he says, you know, you're kind of like the happiest thing to happen to me. Is it because, is it because upon realizing. You make me smile. Yeah. That's what he says. Happiness implied. (laughs) Um,. No, because of that, she has said. he lost all feeling for uh, Amanda because it really wasn't Amanda and it was just, you know, all all based upon lies? Which Amanda do you mean? Emily Amanda or the Amanda dead, Emily? The, the dead one. Oh, I don't know. I think that it's very hard to be angry with somebody that's dead um, because you can't question them for answers and they're the only person who can really help But not you. upset, but like as in, wow, you know, that wasn't really the person I loved anyway. And yes, she's dead, but I don't. I never really. It's still the mother of his child, so I'm sure that he holds some her somewhere in his heart. But no, I don't think it's still the same dream story. You know, fell in love when I was a little boy. Ended up, she came back in my life, and she was the one. It's obviously not that story. I think he feels differently, and of course, he still has love for the alive Amanda Emily right now. Um, but it's so buried, it seems, deep inside him. So, I, I don't know. Between Jack and Margot, I'm happy he is smiling. I am happy that he's smiling. And I guess that that shows happiness, so I'm happy for his happiness. <laughs> but I, I'm very skeptical, as I said, of her. So, I don't know how long that's going to last, and I don't know where it's going. Could you see the two of them getting serious? Oh, I, I don't... I mean, yes and no, because if Emily, or Amanda, whatever you want to call her is going to marry Daniel, supposedly, <laughs> then maybe he would go in for a long-term relationship with Margot. You think that he's holding back with Margot because Emily is still not available, but... Yeah, and I think he's 
starting to allow for relationship space, if you will. Right. <laughs> um, because Emily is technically off the market at this point. I mean, the first thing that he says when he meets Margot is, I'm sorry, I'm not dating anyone right now. And she said, who said anything about a date? Yeah. And they went together to something. Now, tonight's episode, she asks him to come as her partner to this event. And she says, it's a date. And you see that he doesn't correct her. Yeah. So it seems like, and then obviously with the kiss. Yeah. This is becoming more than a friendship. It's going the more sexual route. Yes. Um, And I honestly, I think that, it makes me nervous for Jack to be with somebody that I think could chew him up and spit him out. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like, this Margot is, a, no matter what, whether we should trust her or not, she's a tough cookie. And I think that she really could walk all over Jack. And that's not what Jack needs right now. I don't know if he should be dating in general. I mean, he's scared yeah. for he's scared for baby Carl's life. He's a weakling at this point. <laughs> right, I know. And, and when we... Okay, so basically what happens tonight is... We don't know how much Conrad asked Aiden to do and how much was Aiden's imagination running wild, thinking that if Jack was out of the picture, then Emily wouldn't care about him anymore. But we do know that Aiden has convinced Conrad that Jack is the one who cut his brakes or tampered with the brakes. And this whole... Okay. They think it's Jack at first, and then we think it's Charlotte. And then we learn that it's really Patrick, which, by the way, I totally called. Yeah. Did I not? When we were in there, I was like, and what if it's not really Patrick? I, th- I think it is Patrick. <laughs> yeah. But at this point, I'm feeling bad for Jack because he's being wrongfully accused. And I'm feeling bad for Charlotte because she's a pawn in Victoria's game. Yeah. She just thinks she's She just thinks that she's clearing Jack's name. But in actuality, she's clearing Patrick's. So what are we thinking about this family dynamic and... What team should Aiden be on? What team is he actually on? Help me dissect this one, please. Oh, I question this every episode. Um, Aiden is crazy. He needs to pick a side because he's causing drama and I don't like it. <laughs> right. We um, would think he's on Emily's side, but between Victoria and Conrad, he's forced to pick a side. Yeah. I would like him to stick to Emily, but then we wouldn't really have a show, let's be honest. Right. <laughs> um... But, yeah, he's definitely feeding into Victoria and Conrad, and I think he should stick with Here's Emily. Here's par- part of the problem, I think, is, you know, Emily says she needs him in- inside. But as of now, we're not we're not quite clear as to what is to be gained by him being in with, with the Graysons. That makes sense? Emily always is trying to get people on the inside, so I think... It's just about knowing the but usually there's next a, th- move. There's usually a purpose, you know, take down their bank account, uh, set this up. Like, uh, you know, right last week it was, you know, make sure that uh, Conrad takes his uh, Huntington's disease meds, right. or whatever the hell it is. It obviously, whatever she's planning for the wedding, all of this is leading up to that, I believe. So having Aiden on the inside is leading up to the wedding date, something with him sabotaging i mean what do we what does she have planned for this wedding how can she destroy the family at her own wedding i keep questioning that i don't know what she's thinking we don't we have no sort of clue where she's going with this so i'm sure that aiden being on the inside is essential to that plan and as i said staying one step ahead she always needs to know what victoria is going to do next or in tonight's episode she wouldn't have known that victoria knew about uh, the breaks, and then they knew that they were tampered with, or that Comrade knew that if he had not been on the inside. So he's really her source of all of information right now. That's how she knows what's going to happen. But what about Charlotte? I mean, this new attached um, attachment to Jack. You know, she keeps saying that he's her family, and then sticking up for her. Why would why would Victoria think it was better to blame her daughter as opposed to Patrick? You know, like, it, is that it? it's so messed up as a because, mother? Because, well, it's true. It's messed up as a mother, but it allows her to keep all of her um, um, children together. If, if Patrick was the one that, um, you know, that did it and Conrad found about found out about it, then that would mean the end of Patrick. And she's trying to desperately protect him. I mean, she feels so much guilt um, I mean, remember two episodes ago at the fam- family 
table, you know, he, another truth is revealed about how she didn't want him back in, in her life. And so she's doing everything she can to protect him. Whereas with Charlotte, uh, she knows that Conrad will forgive her, as was the case. Were you surprised that Charlotte signed on to this plan? No, not at all. You could, it was very easy for you to picture her doing that. I, she seems like the younger girl in the show who wouldn't be as deceitful, but I think now, after what she's been through, kind of like Jack, she's at her wit's end. What about Conrad's reaction to what happened? I was really shocked how easily he forgave her. I mean, she really yeah. tried to kill him. I mean, she it, we know she didn't, but he thinks she did. Yeah, that was shocking to me because he's usually not so sweet like that. He's more of the kind to jump out of his, jump out of his skin. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I agree. So I was really surprised with this. I think that he feels so guilty inside that he has no place for grudges you know all he could think about is all the things he's done although actually he might be soulless so i don't know if he actually feels guilty about things (laughs) at this point he's soulless i mean you know he was going to confess but but obviously that went went out the window um you know with charlotte he's always felt an attachment um you know that can't quite be explained you know you know uh even though it is david clark's daughter he he absolutely loves her unconditionally, um, no matter no matter what, and so it was. And and story wise, it was stressed enough that you know he wanted her back in his life. He wanted her back in his life because he just needs a daughter there. I feel like he didn't wasn't actually missing her, at, you know, her day to day. It's like all about for show. Yeah, you know, he doesn't like that the family isn't together. They're always trying to take these pictures, go to these events. You know, I feel like they don't legitimately care about each other. But then on the opposite end of the spectrum, they care about each other. So Victoria, it's the only redeeming quality she has is being a mother. Although I thought it was bizarre tonight when she's talking to Patrick and Patrick's like, why are you always so good to me? <laughs> the woman left you. Yeah. The, the woman tried to pay for you to stay away. She didn't contact you. She... I mean, yeah, she has been creepily nice to him this whole time, though. That's true. But as she said, she feels a lot of regret and remorse and she has a lot of time to make up for. Other than the obvious reasons that she doesn't that um, Patrick doesn't like the way that Conrad treats Victoria. Why? What do we think is going on here? Why would Patrick uh, cut the brakes or whatever he did to the car? Maybe he has a little. A little bit of hate towards... Well, he definitely has hate towards Conrad. But there has to be a reason that he wants to get rid of Conrad. What's his plan? Why is... What is he doing here, you know? Right. I don't know. Phil, what do you think? Why would Patrick cut Conrad's brakes? (sighs) Why would he do that? Well, um, I think, you know, while, while supposedly they don't have money, even though they live still in an amazing mansion and have all these things. Oh, yeah, and can pay for private investigators. No yeah. problem. Uh, despite all that, um, there is still a huge value to the name Grayson. Um, and so I think, you know, it, it reminds me much of Tyler in season one where I think he's, you know, out for his own self and wants to gain something. And obviously it's it's been repeated multiple times, like, hey, we have no money, right? Going back to that dinner table scene. Um so again, the, the off-putting thing is looking back on the season, uh, the episode one news and gossip that you had read of, of how he spoke about his character Patrick being so innocent, right? But that is just not the case, and, and he is very diabolical, right? What Phil's referring to right now is um, the actor said that his character is good; he's only back for good reasons, and he's just here as a happy go go lucky kind of guy for to you know not here to cause harm to anybody so that's kind of confusing when we hear that he's cut somebody's brakes um and i'm wondering whether he said that prior to seeing this script maybe he thought that about his character <laughs> and that's not the way it was or like you said maybe he wasn't the one who did it yeah or maybe he has a damn good reason that we're not aware of i think yeah. you know what part of it could be that you know he started off innocent enough and seeing 
you know, as Charlotte had predicted, if you're going to be part of this family, you know, you're going to get sucked right in. And he has, and I think he just has such a, he sees Conrad and everything that he may represent or whatever it is in Patrick's eyes and just dislikes him so much that he's willing to do this. Yeah, um, absolutely. I I agree. I, I think that there's not going to be a reason other than that. I think he just might not be the innocent great guy that we think he is. I mean, look at, you know, it's it's partly unexplainable, but look at Aiden, right? He's gone rogue multiple times, all because of his supposed love of Emily. Um, you know, with with Patrick. His, wait, wait, I need to stop you for a second. His supposed love of Emily? You don't believe him? <laughs> I think it's pretty damn clear that yeah. that's love. Have to agree with you on that one. I agree in that sense, but at the same time... Yeah, we'll talk about them you later. Can, <laughs> you cannot... You cannot... Uh, you know, what I mean? if you truly love someone, you shouldn't sabotage their plan. Or okay, okay, well, we will get into it later. But I just had to call you. I'm out just on making that a comparison. But... <laughs> okay, whatever. You can go with your point then. Or have you lost? Well, my that? point was that Patrick, uh, I guess, because of his love for Victoria, he's willing to go rogue um, without her knowledge to to protect her. I guess. Okay. Um, and I... and he's you know he's un- not he- he's also willing to hurt her right. Or certainly lied to her. Um, as today, you know, he says, I'm going to be working on this all night. And obviously that is not the case because he leaves to go with Nolan. And then she goes and he's not there. So she's, I think she might catch on pretty quickly that he might not be exactly who he says he is or what he says he is. Um, I want to go back to Charlotte for one second, though, because I have a question for you guys. And I can't quite seem to figure Charlotte out. You know, she's one of the originals, so it's weird because you would think I would know her a little better at this point, but she's always surprising me. Um, And I couldn't tell tonight what team Charlotte is on. Um, It seems like she was standing up for, uh, she was standing up for Emily in front of Victoria, and then she was throwing Emily under the bus, saying that she had been at Jack's a lot. Yeah. So... Is Charlotte confused herself, or is she anti-Emily now, or is she just upset with Emily? What do you think's going on? I definitely think she's upset with Emily. I also think that she has plans of her own, and she's working on her own little revenge. Which is what? Well, she just went through the loss of her child, and she was lying about the whole break situation to her dad, so there's... She also lost her boyfriend. Yeah. And so I think she's getting a little revengeful on us. But what does that have to do with Emily? I just wish Emily could say, I'm your sister. Yeah. Don't you just wish that she could scream that? I feel like that would solve everything. I've told her so many times. <laughs> and eventually oh she, and she may I have to. her last night. Eventually yeah. <laughs> she may have to, which I, I honestly do think that the boat scene from episode one could be Charlotte. Because it has to Shooting come. her? Well, sir, I don't know if Charlotte's shooting her. Um, again, it could be disjointed in some sort of weird way, but em- Emily says, you know, I'm sorry. And so I think it's to Charlotte because, you know, the truth may finally come out to Charlotte about this. Um, you think that's the only person that Emily would apologize to? Isn't that what you no, said? No, no, but at, at, it, it would make sense that that would be the person then and, and that it would be the most impactful too at that moment. Okay, I see what you're saying. Um, I mean, once we found out that Charlotte stabbing Conrad was just a dream, I don't think Charlotte is the violent type. Uh, we know she's not the one who actually cut the brakes. So I don't know if she's the actual shooter, but I could definitely see her being the person that Emily's apologizing to if there are multiple people in that scene. But I'm not sure. Um, I'm just confused where Charlotte's loyalty lies, and I think that's because Charlotte's confused. I think yeah. I think partly, you know, um, I, I think she's 100% with Jack, right? You know, that's where her loyalty is. And unfortunately, Jack obviously hasn't given her an agenda of sorts to say, hey, let's do this or whatever. And she's very heavily confused by Emily and partly because Jack is too. And, you know, he's been kind of subtly dropping those hints of, you know, I I don't really know Emily or I don't know if I'm going to go to the wedding or now I am and all this different stuff. And so um, I think because of those mixed signals from Jack, 
you know, she is confused by that reason, but I think her loyalty 100% at the very least lies with Jack. Right. And But it's interesting that we're talking about Jack and Charlotte right now because for the first two seasons, every single day, we were like, it can't be that much longer until Jack finds out the truth. You know, like, how can she hide this from him? How can Emily hide this, Emily Amanda, for so much longer? And now I feel like Charlotte's taken that spot. Every, you know, because Jack already knows now. And now every day I'm like, <laughs> every day, before I go to bed at night, every morning when I wake up. No, I'm like, how can she hide this from Charlotte? How can Charlotte not know? How much longer can this go on? And I feel like we really don't have that much longer till yeah. Charlotte, she's somehow... Whether Jack tells her or she or she finds out or Emily tells her, yeah, it's got to come out, you know. Well, that's why I also, you know, um, not that we have. To, I don't want to talk about uh, Daniel and Emily just yet, but that's where it also comes in. Margot, um, she's a great catalyst for a lot of these, these things to come out because as she tells Daniel, you know, have you ever? Do you even know her parents or yeah. whatever she yeah. says? And and again, it's just all these little. Um, it just takes an outsider to kind of really spark these things into motion. And I think that's what Margot as a character is going to bring. And, you know, uh, obviously Charlotte loves Margot, loves the idea of Jack and Margot. And so it's going to be interesting to see that develop further. Right. I, I agree. Um, but I would think if she loved the idea of Margot in general, she'd probably love the idea of Daniel and Margot. Um, I just think she wants Margot in her life, and especially if she found out who Emily was and who Emily and Jack were, I think Charlotte would be Team Emily Jack. I think. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard. Then it, it would be weird to root for your brother and sister to get married. Ooh. Uh huh. Yeah. A little creepy. Does, does anybody have this weird feeling that even though Charlotte is kind of the inciting force for Margot and Jack, that maybe Charlotte has like this weird twisted crush on jack i feel like she's always around him she's always trying to help him i think she looks at him as like the big brother that she did have but never really was there like this you know yeah although daniel is a decent big brother i think yeah that's true okay so i have to say i also said this in news and gossip a few weeks ago and they have proved it to be very true this is a very shirtless season Oh, my Lord. So, tonight's episode, we see Jack, and he's shirtless. And then we see Aiden, and he's shirtless. And we see Patrick, and he's getting shirtless. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, they said they wanted to keep the season a little lighter and a little sexier. I think we're accomplishing that. I think we are accomplishing that. And part of that, of course, is Emily and her love triangle. So, let's start with Emily... And Aiden. Woo. Okay. <laughs> I'm feeling very, whew, very torn because when Emily and Aiden are together, I really like them together. I think that it works. They both understand this whole revenge thing. She's the only one he's, she, he's the only one she's ever been completely honest with. And that kiss on the dock tonight. That was passion right there. Like <laughs> steamy. Yeah. I've never got to hear how you feel about Emily and her men. So, specifically Emily and Aiden, how are you? Are you into it? I have to agree with you. I I do like Emily and Aiden, but I also think that Aiden, he's taken his obsession with her a little too far at this point. Are you talking about what he did with Jack? Yeah. So, that's a little weird for me. I don't know if I like that. Do you think it's practical that Jack and Aiden had never met? That's weird. Yeah, that well, was slightly. Uh, I was, I was taking them. I was like, they've never met. I got some. Tw- She's playing them. I got a few <laughs> tweets about that today, and I was like, I'm gonna yeah. have to go back and rewatch some episodes because they've definitely been in the same party before. Yeah, they. I don't think. Yeah, I, unless he doesn't recognize him. I mean, that's insane. Those yeah. two actors have been working on the same show together for over two years and they've never filmed a scene together yeah that's crazy (laughs) like that would be literally insane but i guess they i'm sure they did their research and remembered and checked on everything so it was just funny that yeah but anyway so you like them you like aiden and emily i do i mean if it was between jack and aiden i like jack 
just because Jack seems like a more honest person. I mean, he's starting to get a little, little bit weird now, but. I, that's my part. I love Jack and Emily together too, which is why this show is so tough. And I, I feel like most of my TV shows, okay, so I do a lot of shows here at AfterBuzz. Um, <laughs> and Phil giggles because, like, I do a lot of shows here. Um, there, there have been times where I'm working on nine shows at one time, no joke. Dang. But I also, just in general, watch just about every show on television. I watch over 45 TV shows that are currently on air. That's, that's impressive. That's a serious count. It, yes. So I either have too much time on my hand or I'm, I need to go to, like, AA for, for TV, TV addicts. Um, but my point <laughs> of that is, I fall in love with couples very, like, I always pick a side. Oh, me too. On, on Gossip Girl, on Vampire Diaries, whatever it is, I'm on one team. For some reason, on Revenge, it's been very difficult for me to pick a team. Because I love the concept of Emily and Jack. Yeah. I think that that is perfect. I think it's full circle, and I love it. But then Aiden came along, and I loved Aiden. With Emily. Yes. So, I've never been Team Emily Daniel. Oof. Although they did have a nice they, moment tonight that we'll discuss that in a minute. That was very convincing. It was very convincing. <laughs> I was convinced. Yeah. But I'm really having a hard time with this because I don't like not having a team. I want to be rooting for one couple in the end. Uh, seriously, some days I'm rooting for Emily and Nolan. That's how, like... Yeah. Far, you know what I mean? I'm like, Yeah, oh. back in the day, like, I really... No, no joke. Know. So, <laughs> anyway, we see Emily and Jack in multiple scenes together night two. We even see Emily watching Jack with that weird... Oh, YouTube. that was... Yeah. Did she mm. smile at know. that point? I don't even... Maybe it was like a, a happiness smile. Like, oh, he's happy. I can let him go. We're talking about when Jack kissed yeah, Margo. Yeah. Emily watched and upstairs, she had a little smirk on her face. Did you catch that, though? Of course I caught it. Either that was a... Like, flame. I can't think of the words I'm trying to come up with. <laughs> like, gasoline on the fire yeah. to her revenge. Or that was like, oh, look at that. He's happy. I'm not sure what that was. I don't know, because right after that, then we see her with Aiden, and she's like, I am so in love with you. Here's yeah. the thing. I think, I think Aiden right now matches her intensity um, in terms of. Because right now, I think. In order for her to be with Jack, you know, yes, Jack's becoming less innocent, but at the end of the day, um, she's she's a completely different person, and right now she is not ready to be with Jack, but she is ready to be with Aiden. In the end, I think they will match each other, and she they will fall in love all over again. It'll be Jack and Emily, and Aiden will somehow end up dead or something like that. God knows. I mean, that's just where we're headed. That's the problem. If Aiden doesn't end up dead and Emily and Jack end up together, I'm just going to feel bummed out for Aiden. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he's done everything for her. So I just will I'll feel a little guilty. But the third party member of the, the love triangle square, whatever you want to call it, is, of course, Daniel. So we have this moment. We were talking about this before. It's hard with them, too, because they have such amazing on- Air chemistry because obviously Josh and Emily date in real yes. life um, and have been dating for quite some time and are a very serious couple. <laughs> so their scenes together are always like magnetic and fireworks. Yeah, and they look good together. Right, and they look <laughs> good together. They're just two beautiful people. Yeah. Everybody on the show is beautiful. That's why they're making them all go topless and exactly. whatnot. <laughs> they're but, like, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I will say thank you for that. Yeah, thank you, definitely. Revenge. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you for that. <laughs> I will take it. But, okay. I mean, Nolan says that Emily has to, she has to open up in order for Daniel to tell that she's not faking it and that she's really in this. She's got to open up. And she does, but we know she's showing a picture of Amanda Clark, the dead one. You yes. know, she's not showing a picture of her past. Showing a picture of somebody else's past. But it's convincing enough to Daniel. I mean, what do you think about this made Daniel agree to stay with Emily? I think he felt a little more trusting because she was giving him insight to her, well, supposed insight to her life. And 
She was very convincing. There's no doubt about it. Waterworks, everything. I think a lot of that was real. Yeah, I do too because she was she was pulling from her life, but right, she was using it as a weapon, not. No joke. I really, really almost cried at the like. I was tearing up for sure when she was talking about her dad. Yeah, he says he seemed like an amazing person, and she said he was the best. Yeah, and you just sit there, and sometimes I'm like, oh God, Emily's such a bitch. She doesn't care who gets hurt and all this stuff. And when is revenge enough? But like, when you think about yeah. her life, she says that people didn't believe that she'd ever felt true love because of how young she was when it was taken from her. But she was like, believe me, I felt it. I know. And I felt heartbroken for her in this moment. I mean, I was, yes, I think she was lying about it being the reason she wants to be with him, because obviously she doesn't have feelings for him. But, I mean, how did you, were you feeling that gut-wrenching feeling I felt for her? I was, but also at the same time, we're watching her tear apart a family who is a very messed up family, but... Right, but that being said, as Nolan says tonight, really, Daniel's evolved. And yeah. I I don't want to see Charlotte or Daniel get hurt. Victoria and Conrad, they've got something coming to them. Oh, yeah. But I don't know. I, I don't hate Daniel. And now I feel like he's stuck. Yeah. You know, well, she, I, I also think Emily's going to be stuck a little bit, too, because, you know, in, it, in order to make it convincing and truthful – as you guys are talking about, you have to, there, you know, you have to throw caution because you can get sucked into it too. And it becomes, you know, in order to make it real, it could very well become real. And what do you mean? What could become real? For Emily. Her you know what I mean? In, in order to love Daniel, I, I, she could literally fall in love like with Daniel. Like fake it till you make it? Yeah. I was wondering that today. I mean, we know Emily is doing this for herself to get revenge whatever with the wedding and everything and but do you think there's a little part of her that likes daniel or loves him i mean tonight she says i literally can't stand yeah i heard that that was the first time i ever heard her say that i kind of before tonight thought maybe sometimes she had feelings for him but for tonight for the first time i was like wow she really hates him she thinks of him as you know i don't think she sees these as separate entities i don't think she sees Victoria, Conrad, Daniel, I think she sees the Graysons. Well, I, yeah. I, I think more so she's mad at herself because I, I think you're right. In the past, I believe there were times when she's actually loved him, but she hates herself for that, just like, much like Aiden's pointing out to her that, you know, when you get emotionally... I mean, how many times, whenever Emily gets emotionally invested, it could co- possibly compromise, you know, this whole plan. And as Aiden points out tonight, you know, with Jack, you did exactly what Victoria wanted you to do. And so, you know, she, I think, I think she dislikes him. I don't think she hates him. I think she hates herself for partly not fully hating him. And also in in, in terms of Daniel buying it, I think, um, not that Emily would have known this, but, you know, as Margot points out, you know, have you ever even seen her family? Has she even talked about them? Whatever. Obviously by her being the one to offer that up and in that moment specifically of, of, of the parents, you know, it just confirms to to Daniel that you know what she is trying. You know, had it been anything else, it obviously wouldn't work. But it, it, because it was that specific thing that Margot pointed out, and that's what she comes back with, it ended up being good. And for, I can trust Emily again. For the first time tonight, we see a major change in strategy. You know, um, which we haven't seen in a very very long time. Maybe not the first time, but in a very long time. Which is what I think is contributing to you trusting Emily. She says. Um, to gain control, you must relinquish it. And we don't usually see her, I'm going to call it cave, right? You know, you don't, we don't usually see her cave, but she did tonight, you know, she folded, she gave in, whatever you want to call it, she let go. And in letting go, she gained what she needed. So I think that was really big for her. Um, And that was all driven from Nolan, which is why we, you got to love him, you know. Nolan is their backbone. Um, but speaking of Nolan, I'm really nervous about and people that we aren't sure if we can trust. <laughs> what is his deal with Patrick? I mean, Woo. it just seems like this is some... 
I don't know whether he's serious about it or whether this is a plan to get on the inside for him, but uh, do you think that this is real or what? It's either something very minimal and shallow, like, oh, it's just a fun little tryst, or it's... I don't know, it doesn't seem like that to me. But I think that Nolan has something up his sleeve, and he's trying to get some inside information, because there's no way that it's something minimal. We're talking about revenge. <laughs> so you don't think he just crushes on Patrick? You think that he has a plan and it has to do with David Clark? Yeah. He has a plan. Not sure what it is yet. It's too premature. <laughs> but but Nolan's like, unlike Emily, who we see can hold herself back from actually falling in love with Daniel so far, I think Nolan does not have that strength. And this might start out as a plan to get close to Patrick. But he'll fall in love. But he will fall in love. And Nolan falls hard. And the people Nolan fall for die. Yeah. Phil, thoughts on Nolan and Patrick? Uh, they certainly look cute together. Um, <laughs> I agree. Especially do, with their shirts very cute off. To, yeah. <laughs> they um, look cute together. You know, um, I, I've been reading a lot of, you know, forums right now, kind of people's reactions on Twitter. Uh, you know, they're, they're equally confused. And, you know, some people are still like, well, what the heck? What is going on with, with Nolan? Is he gay? Is he, is he bi? What the heck? I'm wondering um, the same thing. Oh, yeah. He's definitely bi. He's talked about it before. You know, he was with a guy. And then he was with uh, that soon. What was her yeah. name? Yeah. Oh, whatever her name well, was. For, yeah. for me, in terms of that, I like, you know, um, if there is a plan by Nolan, I like that it's not really to Emily's knowing, right? Um, definitely. I mean, I unless we're not seeing something, Emily has no idea how close Patrick and Nolan are getting. Do you think she would disapprove? Um, possibly. I mean, what, 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 I guess the follow-up question is, what is stopping Nolan from telling Emily? And obviously it could be that he's playing this one close to the chest because it is that dangerous and she would and could disapprove and, and tell him not to do it. Yeah, I definitely think she would disapprove on that one. Why? It could possibly get in the way of her revenge plans. I think that Nolan is one of the only people in the world that Emily cares a damn about. And I think that she knows Nolan's character and she knows that Nolan is going to end up crushed in a situation like this because taking down Patrick would mean taking down the person that Nolan falls in love with. Yeah. So I think she doesn't want to see Nolan get hurt. Um, Which would definitely get in the way of her plans. Right, so. exactly. So we're on the same page. Yeah. But I don't know. I think it's interesting. And it was weird that the whole thing with him going to see that ex-wife and the ex-wife saying what a bad person Patrick was and was finding out because Patrick's gay. I mean, we don't know what, what else she told him. Yeah. We don't know if there's other secrets. For $20,000, I better get something more than affirmation that he's gay. <laughs> I'm serious. Like... You know Hopefully, I mean? right? But I have to. I we have to assume that whatever Nolan is doing this has to do with whatever the ex-wife said. Yeah. Do you think if you were Patrick, you would be you would go to Nolan's after finding this out? You know, he goes to Nolan. Nolan approaches him and he says, "You can know where to find me if you want to." And Patrick is like, "I'm to be honest, man. I'm really freaked out by you." And then something clicks and changes, and he goes, and over, he goes over. Would you be able to? After you heard about the twenty thousand and your ex, personally, no. But this is revenge once again, and I think maybe Patrick has something going on with Victoria. Do you so, think that? So Nolan has a plan with. We don't know what it is, but we think Nolan has a plan with yeah. Patrick. You think Patrick has a plan? Yes, and I think it has to do with Victoria, but I'm not sure yet. But Victoria doesn't know about Patrick and Nolan. No one's yes. kept it a secret. But I think that there's something more, like, the things that are going on right now, um, Patrick was talking about leaving today, right? Didn't he say something? And then he was talking about how... Um, Patrick's always talking about leaving. Yeah, well, and then Nolan said that, or that whole thing with Nolan wasn't working out, so he said there was a love interest here, but it's not working out, right. so he wanted to leave. But... I don't know. I feel like there's something more to that. I think that his little Nolan thing is a I could, plan. I could kind of see them falling for each other. I really, really? think I could. Yeah. Maybe they're going to be the couple of the season. That would be cool. And like Phil said, they do look cute together. 
So I just cute. hope poor Nolan's heart doesn't get broken. Yeah, I like Nolan. I think Nolan's the only one that I fully like on the show. First of all, it's a testament to Gabriel Mann because he's like literally the most talented actor of all time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think he's so good. Um, and second of all, I think that the show is almost made for you to like him because he's not a pushover and he's the only one who seems to stand up to Emily. Yeah. Although now Jack is doing that a little bit. But the only one that Emily really listens to ever. Not always, but ever. Yeah. Anyway, so I think we covered the episode, although it was an amazing episode that had a lot in it. Uh, next week's episode looks to be just as amazing, so maybe we should get into some predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. <laughs> you know what? That is the perfect sound effect that we do all year round, but really it only makes sense this week. Which is Halloween. Halloween. Here's what I'm disappointed we don't have a Halloween episode. I know. So disappointed. I know. It's hard when we do a show that we watch in the fall that is about the summer. You know? Yeah. We're experiencing events that they're not experiencing. You know what I mean? But, like, you know, again, um, if you read so many recaps online of of Revenge, it always goes, you know, it'll recap plot A, plot B, whatever, and then it always, like, it always makes fun of the party, right? Tonight was the launch party right. for the magazine. That was the party. And every episode... Rich people we, problems. We always know we're going to get a party. Wish I had that and problem. We should just have like a masquerade party. You know what I mean? Like we're French. Put on a costume. An Something. Halloween party. Yeah. I would have appreciated that too. But I mean, what do you have fun Halloween plans? Are you going to be Emily Thorne and dress up in black? That is hood such a good idea. I know. We had an after bus Halloween party, and I, I wanted to be Emily Thorne and come in all black and be a ninja. Oh, my god! She's such a ninja. I feel like she's we need so to badass. hang out because yeah. I love ninjas. Yeah. And... She's so badass. Yeah. But I feel like her Halloween costume would be totally gangster. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know what it is, but it would be something fantastic. And she would do cartwheels or whatever she would do. Anyway, so <laughs> predictions for next week. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to break down what I saw in scenes from next week because if you're like us and you went back and around four times and yeah. paused every two seconds and it's very hard to see what's going on. Yeah, that was so crazy. we'll break it down like this. We see that they want a honeymoon and they want to cruise to Nantucket with the whole family. Sounds like a recipe for disaster, a.k.a. exactly what Emily wants. Yeah. Um, I don't know about you, but... I am not married yet, and once I get married, I can guarantee you I will not be inviting the rest of my family on my honeymoon. Oh, heck no. And I love my family, but hell no. Yeah, no. That's a a once-in-a-lifetime thing right there. So I don't know what's going to happen there, but obviously drama. Aiden and Emily cheers to something, so something's going right. Um, Nolan says he's done, which obviously can't, can't be true because... Without Nolan, Emily would be screwed. Yeah. Um, so out of context, maybe. Right. Also with Nolan, we see that he's dead in a bathtub. I mean, that's not uh, what's going on, but is that what's going on? What, that's what? what's going on, and and we see the famous shooting in this episode. No, the shooting is from five weeks. Huh? The what? shooting at the wedding is in five weeks. No, I'm no, but they're on a they're on the boat, right? Oh. They're on the boat. That, that Yeah, so um, it's in the trailer. But I'm going to play the trailer in the background. But, How about that? We haven't done that ever yet. Oh. But I will do that. Okay, but the wedding isn't in t- for five more weeks. So the shooting's not going to happen yet. Although they did show it in the preview. Um, but anyway, I don't know what's going on with Nolan in the tub. Emily seemed very concerned. And... When she wasn't so concerned with uh, with him, Nolan being hurt, she was making out with some blonde guy. Yeah, and we don't know which one it was. Was that Nolan? Or Patrick. Or somebody we don't know? Or, yeah, maybe it's a new person. He seemed blonde. Did you, it's her you, new boyfriend. <laughs> did you tell who that was, Phil? Who? In the pre- scenes from next week, Emily was making out with some blondie. Let's find out. 
We decided on our honeymoon, a weekend cruise to Nantucket for immediate family. Next Sunday, the only thing she ever wanted was to take down the family that destroyed hers. My ultimate revenge. With only five weeks until the wedding. I'm done. You wanted to be a part of this. Her plan will unfold for better or worse. You get a freeze frame on that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here, here's here's my question. Right, is ultimately are we seeing scenes just from next week, or is this no? Because uh, it but says that's, in that it's five weeks from now. Five weeks to the wedding, it says. Yes, and you could assume since she's in her wedding dress, she, she gets shot at the wedding. Yeah. Is that her wedding dress? Oh. Good point, Phil. I believe so. I believe whatever Emily has planned to take down the Graysons, I think the shooting is part of that plan. I think she's being shot on purpose. Really? As part of the plan. Never thought of it like that, but good point. I don't know how that takes the Graysons down. Maybe she fra- maybe she frames the Graysons for yeah. shooting her. And Conrad, that would be a good way to take Conrad down. Something like that? Yeah. And she's apologizing to Daniel or Charlotte for Charlotte ruining their family. I don't know. There's too much to protect. Yeah. Too much time. I'm going to call it After Buzz TV Confusions from now on. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> and they are led by Roxy herself. Yeah. And yes, I just referred to myself in the third person. Anyway, so, amazing episode tonight. Hopefully amazing episode next week and for the rest of the season. Again, I'm your host, Roxy Stryer. If you want to keep the conversation going with me throughout the week, which I hope you do, because I love when you guys do that, you can find me at Roxy Stryer. Where can we find you? At Sarah GGG. Tweet me. Or you can tweet us at AfterBuzzTV, and there will always be somebody to answer and talk with you back, and we can figure out the AfterBuzz confusions ourselves. Until next week, same time, same place. Peace. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Uh, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.